Don't you guys got to listen to Chad Prather's latest hit. Yeah. We wrote a song. About Martha's Vineyard invasion. Mm, tragic. <laughs> Hashtag Martha's Vineyard strong. Pound Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> Bring your hungry. Bring your weary. Bring your sick. And bring your poor, oh boy. but keep your ass off Martha's Vineyard. Don't come back no more. <laughs> oh. They say they don't want criminals in this town of ours. They trash Chicago, not Obama's yard. Bring your hungry, bring your weary, bring your sick, and bring your poor, but keep your ass that's kind of what happened yeah. that's kind of uh, what well happened welcome to cross politic good evening everyone this is chocolate knox that's the water boy yeah. we don't know what we're doing now reformation heritage books is publisher and bookseller whose mission is turn off your turn off your alerts every every it's literally every show. Is a publisher and bookseller whose mission is to equip the saints to serve Christ. Amen. Reformation Heritage Books, just for the record, it's not their mission to get Gabe to turn off his... No. His, his, uh, it it might be so they can get a good, clean yeah. ad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to equip the saints to serve Christ and his church through biblical, experiential, and practical resources, RHBs, reading materials, God-glorifying in accord with scriptures and historic reform creeds for the promotion and defense of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Each book they publish or sell, whether from the Puritans or modern Dane authors, subscribes to the three forms of unity, the Belgic Confession, they boom, got it all. the Heidelberg Catechism, boom, the Canons of Dort. You're doing a great job. Boom. I don't even have to push nothing. And the Westminster Standards. Bam! 1647. <laughs> and 1689. Find more that. at you gonna make some more sound effects? I don't have. I'm just used to drink. Boom! Yeah, there we go. All right, so so Kyle, I didn't even have a sip yet. Oh, we need a meme. I, I, we need the meme put up on the screen where it's like, "How'd your week begin? How did it end? Or how it's going? Or how it's going? Or how it's going?" So Kamala Harris was on uh, 60 Minutes. Was it Meet the Press? Meet, no, was it Meet the Press? I believe it was Meet the Press. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, Meet the That's Press. That's funny. Anyways, uh, and she was talking about immigration, and apparently they got things under control. Oh, would you call the border secure? <laughs> I think that there is no question that we have to do what the president and I asked Congress to do is the first request we made, pass a bill to create a pathway to citizenship. The border is secure, but we also have a broken immigration system, in particular over the last four years before we came in, and it needs to be fixed. Oh, blaming Trump. Uh, we, we, we need to... It's secure, guys. It's secure. That's how we started off the week. Yeah. I yeah, mean, that well, was Sunday. Well, she, in that interview, she she kept going. She doubled, she, down. She doubled down. It's secure. And guess whose fault it is? Oh. We're going to have 2 million people cross this border for the first time ever. You're confident this border's secure? <laughs> <laughs> 2 million people. We have a secure border oh, in do. that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. But there are still a lot of problems that we are trying to fix, given the deterioration that happened over the last four years. Do you think Martha's Vineyard thinks that the border is secure? You think Chicago thinks that the border is secure? Let's find the, the, out. <laughs> Let's find out. Yeah. I, I don't even think the people who are coming over think mm -hmm. the border is secure. <laughs> and and it's, it's just Trump's fault. But, but what's funny was 
we went down to the border. Not us. Oh. But media went down to the border, and they're like, let's just talk straight to the immigration. Let's just ask an immigrant right now. And Vice President Harris uh, said the that border. the border is closed. This is in Martha's Is the border closed? Oh, Do you believe that the border vineyard? is closed or is it open? It's open, not closed. <laughs> the border is open. No, it's outside. The border the is open. Harris Do you believe residence. that all the migrants believe that the border is open? Yeah, everybody believes that the border is open. It's open because we enter. <laughs> we come in. Because we come in. No problem. And in, But it's open for you to come illegally, right? Illegally, yes, illegally. That's yes. true. That's and true. you came That's illegally. True. Yeah, we came illegally, not legal. Not legal. Not legal. <laughs> in, case you, in case you didn't understand, because no, no. my English ain't that good yet, no, no. it, it wasn't wait, wait, wait. legally. But it's closed, right? Yes. Yeah. No, no, yes. no. It's open. We. How do you know it's open? Because we come. Because we, we come. We're here. <laughs> we watch. We watch. <laughs> watch right in. Free. I, Free. Illegally. Illegally. By the way, I believe this was DeSantis who dropped some people off by v, uh, yeah. Very, you know, Vice President Harris's residence in, in D.C. In Washington. Yeah. So yeah. It, yeah. Just, to, just help her think through how, yeah. how secure it is. Well, he didn't stop there. So both Abbott and DeSantis have been dropping people in Chicago as yeah. well as in Washington D.C. and, and also Arizona Ma- Martha's Vineyard as well. Vineyard. Arizona, Arizona governors, governors jumped in. Those too. people yep. have engaged yep. with this as well. So yep. it's been interesting to see kind of the reaction coming out. You know, so you got Martha. Was it Martha's Vineyard had fifty? Yep. Now I don't. I, don't, I, don't, I wish I can remember. They said two million coming across the border, yeah, right? That's what you said. And so now I'm, I'm, what's, what's the I'm not good at fractions, but fifty. <laughs> <laughs> two million. Yeah, and then so landing Martha's Vineyard yeah. and yeah. their response. Was really interesting because they couldn't handle fifty. What they did was actually ask for the in twenty four hours. They service. called the national guard yeah. to come in and have them removed right. off right. of Martha's Vineyard. And Martha's Vineyard has, I think, there's. I, I checked on this. There's, I think, eleven thousand homes on Martha's Vineyards, and they don't have. And a lot of these homes are like second homes. Yep. I mean, come on, you, yep. you should be able to like take care of these people. Yeah, yep. unlike Texas, you know. But what? what so what do we? Uh, you know, I talked to you guys a little bit offline here. You know, I still am having a problem a little bit with the political use of these illegal immigrants, shipping them all over. I mean, you know, this is what our country's come to in the politics of it. Like, we're we're flying illegal immigrants into Martha Vineyard to make a political point. Well, Im- immigration is actually a federal issue. Yeah, so, I agree with that. Uh, um, I, now, I I think that the state should do more. Yeah, but um, I I guess I I think there's more going on. I, I think people are calling this a political stunt, but I think it's. I mean, you. I mean, if you're knocking on the door and saying, "Hey, feds, help, help, help yeah. and yeah. they're like, "No, it's fine." There's nobody coming across yeah. the border. They're it's gaslighting secure. you, <laughs> and, they're, and they're just like, "You need to just. What's wrong with you? You got personal problems." And you say, "Okay, look." I'm going to demonstrate to you that there are illegal immigrants coming across the border mm-hmm. every day. Yeah, we got to deal with. Here are here are 50 of them. Yeah, our agreement is with you to protect here, here, us. Here are 100 of them. I like. I don't. I think that's. I mean, it it, it is political, but mm-hmm. it's also them just. I think saying, look, this is reality. Yeah. Um. I think the for the two million that's that have where come I'm. Across. You know, past this kind of where I'm torn at. So, you know, uh, I know that they're making a point because you got. Chicago and you know Martha's Vineyard folks, some of the people who run uh, the homeless shelter there. Talking about not here, uh, but you're still dealing with humans, yep. um, and you still have a problem. But I understand where DeSantis and Abbott are coming from. Everybody's saying, "Hey, you'll be fine. Get over it. 
take care of everybody. We're and then they're marking themselves as sanctuary cities, right? Saying like, oh, we would take them absolutely, just safe here. But they're not getting them. They're not a border state, right? So they so then they don't have any of the the resources, you know, taken right. from them that they have there in their place. Right. These people aren't paying taxes yet, right? Yeah. So right. they're they become. Um, a burden for a particular time until they get to a particular place. And they're saying, Hey, we are having the weight on it. It's like, whatever, deal with it. So I get the play. I do get the play to say, wait a second. We've asked for the federal government to come in and help us right. protect the border. Right. But you guys are acting like we should just do this. So, but the other side of this for me is, okay, you have an opportunity though with these people to figure out, okay, right. this is not an ideal situation. Well, this is, we, 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 we are not responsible. We are not the ones responsible for protecting the border, but we are responsible for Florida. We are responsible for Texas. Well, this goes back to what we were talking about yesterday, actually, with the, the you called it the Bonson effect, which I really liked, by the way. And then I added on to it the Bonson Gilder effect, which I think is yeah. really That's kind good. of amazing. Yeah. You up to you up to that is me on that one yeah. based, as they say, <laughs> um, because what we said was, you know, in a world where, um, you know, you have inflation and you have too little goods and services chasing too much yep. money mm-hmm. in circulation. Um, you can, you can keep asking the government to fix stuff. And basically what they're going to do is keep printing more money yeah. um, and making it worse yeah. or you can get to work, yeah. get yeah. to work, start producing goods and services that are good for the world. Mm-hmm. That's actually one of the best correctives to inflation. Yep. Yeah. Um, you actually have more goods and services. Um, and so the, I think the, I think an even better solution, I, I, I sort of like I'm fine with what DeSantis and Abbott are doing. I'm like, I think I, I can see what they're doing and yeah. uh, so on. I think even better if they really th- were thinking about this in a productive way is like you have millions of people coming across the border. Yep. Some of them are criminals and they need to be sent back. They need to be prosecuted yep. and so forth. Yep. But all the ones that are just coming across looking for better lives and work. Look, we have a major problem right now mm-hmm. of inflation. You know how to fix inflation? Put people to work. Yeah, that's right. I think what would be really based of Abbott or DeSantis would be say, you know what? We have an emergency. We're going to declare a health emergency. I wouldn't call it a health emergency. I was for fun. Just tie it all together. I don't don't want to give them any more encouragement. But I would say we do have an economic emergency on our hands because of the spending of Republicans. And I would blame the Republicans. And then I would say because of that, I'm slashing minimum wage laws. I'm slashing... Employer um, payroll taxes, payroll taxes, and, yep, uh-huh. and uh, government regulations uh, for the next you know year. Yeah, slashed Go. because because what we need is we want business entrepreneurs get to work. Yep. Yeah, hire these people. That's right. Hire these workers. They're willing to work. Hire them for whatever they will agree to. Yep. So there's no minimum wage requirements. Yep. No payroll taxes required. Yep. Put Texas back to work. Put Florida back to work. Put America back to work yep. by slashing government regulations. I don't really like the play. From DeSantis, yeah, I I respect it though because what, it's the Martha work- Vineyard. Play? No, I, I don't really like it, but I respect yeah. it because yeah. I think it's it's working in one sense. Like there's a, we there's well, a. Well, you, it's, well, they got Lori Lightfoot to like. Well, that's there's also Martha Vineyard. I think some of the people who work at the homeless shelter they were complaining about the fact that hey, he's not obeying federal law. Oh, yeah. Well, here's a clip now, about that. Now we care about it. It is clear that this was an intentional attempt to ensure that these migrants were removed in absentia when they failed to change their address with the proper agency. This was a purposeful derailment designed to prevent people from complying with federal immigration policies. This is problematic because the state should not be interfering with federal immigration policy. Oh, okay. Oh, the state shouldn't be interfering. But then the, the, 
the federal government isn't worried about the illegal immigrants and protecting yeah, our no, borders. So no. we don't want to have to play in this game. Right. Why don't but, she, why don't she are, call out the federal government but first? That, by not but because it just hit her doorstep. This yeah, is why I respect right. his move. Yeah. It's because he sent 50. Right. And she's already lost her mind. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't send 150,000. Yeah. Right. He, yeah. he didn't send 2 million. A, a hundred. Yeah. He yeah. sent 50. Mm-hmm. And they have mm-hmm. spare bedrooms. Yep. Large homes, yep. lawns lots of money, lawns that need yeah. to be manicured. Well, and uh, work that needs to be done, yeah. right? All kinds of companies they can they can they can use the help there. But nobody jumped and said, "Hey, you know what? How about they stay? I'm not even there at my place. Here's what I want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. have them stay here. Nobody did that. Nobody. Yeah. Fifty people. Yeah, fifty people. And in all Martha's Vineyard, nobody yeah. said it's just fifty. Do, do y'all remember? I mean, I don't. I mean, I, I'm still seeing them here and there. But remember, there's a massive like worker crisis. Yep. Oh, we, don't have, we don't have enough people to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, all the signs on the restaurants, sorry, be patient with us. We only have two servers. Yeah. And yep. you got people pouring in. Why not hire them? Well, and I think he's calling them on their hypocrisy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and this well, is. And this, I mean, Chicago is a. Is well, yeah, a, Lord, here's, here's Sanctuary Lord. City. This, is, this again. We welcome illegal immigrants. Yeah. And this again. How, how'd your week start? How's, How's it going? going? Right How's here. Going? Lori Lightfoot. How's it going? The federal government has to step up. I was in Washington, D.C. last week talking to members of Customs and Border Patrol, um, National FEMA, ICE, Ice. um, and uh, DHS. And we made it very clear, I made it very clear, that our expectation is that they were going to have a plan that features communication and collaboration uh, with interior cities. And they must do that. And they must do that They must. I, I know that they are under um, enormous pressures. This is not a new challenge at the border, oh. but this is a new uh, challenge for us, oh. and we need federal support, resources, communication, and collaboration, and that has to come in short order. How so many, it is a problem? How, how many did they get? I don't remember. I think, I, know a, I think a couple thousand. Yeah, a couple thousand. Yeah, yeah. A couple Nothing. busloads. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but to here, a sanctuary city. To a sanctuary city. you're welcome city. here. Yeah. Yep. Come on here. We're totally fine. So he's moved the conversation now to right. asking for help from the federal government. The problem is that he hasn't moved the conversation to asking for help from the federal government to protect the borders. Right. <laughs> These people right. are asking for more taxpayer money right. to go to them which, because of. Which, again, is only going to increase inflation. Mm. It's yes, all, like they're all asking for money. Yeah. Which, if you don't have work, if you don't have goods and services, yeah. you're actually going to completely exacerbate the problem of the economy. I think that I was talking to our producer about this, Neil, and he made a good point because I was kind of poo-pooing a little bit on the idea. And he's like, wait, wait a second. They're only sending a fraction right. to these other states. Right. They're only sending a fraction. Right. They still are having the majority of the people who are coming across the border looking for work, looking in to Texas, engage in, Florida. in Texas, in Florida, in Arizona. So right. they ultimately, they still are going to control the future because if they are thinking of a unique way to deal with So here's what they got to put out of the way. They have to put out of the way, okay, we can't ship these people back out of here because we're not the federal government. We don't have the power, the authority to do that, right? So here's what we have. We have people here and we have work right or we can we have to deal with that problem this first problem is not in our authority to be able to deal with (laughs) think about yeah the second second problem is which is we have human beings here how do we deal with them well since they're here we're going to treat them in one way or another like some sort of citizens (laughs) we have to we don't have any other option to do to deal with this until the federal so at least treat them like human beings uh, well well, (laughs) 
That's what I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, I'm just saying. Like, you don't have to give them the right to vote. I, yeah, yeah. I was but hoping could, that that was assumed. But, yeah, <laughs> but, but but I'm. I mean, like, I'm. I'm wanting to make it even a distinction there, though. So, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I, I mean, I'm. I'm. I think there's a problem when we have all these social services that everybody automatically gets um, um, access to. Yeah, but but, but I'm saying. As human beings, that means they're capable of work. Yeah, that means they're capable of dignity and and, and honor well, the, the and going to church. I, we don't yeah. even play the social services game. Yeah, we don't play that. You yeah. come here, you work. Here's yeah. I want to pair people with jobs. Yeah, that's what I'm here. To, I, most time they pair them with health yeah. healthcare you workers know, and stuff like that. No, no, no. With a job. You know, think about this for a second. I, as you were talking, it just dawned on me. Okay, we have this major energy crisis. Mm-hmm. Energy right. crisis, and two million. People pouring Just into this in land. This past year, it's a lot of energy it's a lot creation. Of energy, yeah, right. People are the most valuable, um, power producers yeah. in the universe, yep. yeah, because they're made in God's image. They have the ability to work, to create, to um, to communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not perfect. It's messy. It's challenging. This is a messy situation. It's very difficult. Yeah, but I do think that some really creative people in Florida and Arizona and Texas ought to be thinking. All right, we got all these extra people. How can we put them to work? And, and the, you do it in such a way where the federal government's like, "All right, we need to shut down our border." Look at, look at, <laughs> yeah, look at you know, the blessing that Texas. Right. You know what I'm exactly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. They're getting free. Yeah, right. Because right. I mean, it, and it doesn't need to be Texas making the jobs. Right. It needs to be. It needs to be Governor DeSantis and Abbott and, and the governor in Arizona getting out of the way yep. and saying, uh-huh. slashing regulations, slashing taxes, yep. and saying, businesses, do yep. what you please and yeah. work hard. And watch Biden shut down the border tomorrow. Yeah. Amen. And get rid of get yeah. rid of minimum wage. Did you say yeah. that earlier? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I said slash minimum wage, yeah. slash yeah. payroll taxes. Yeah. And you know, say for the next year, for the next two years, whatever, yeah. because we have an energy crisis, yeah. because we have an inflation problem, an and because the problem. federal yeah. government won't take care of this, yeah. we're going to put them all to work. Yeah. And you know the other thing I would do? I would make sure that we figure out, I would get with churches. Absolutely. I would get with private yeah. industry and yeah. churches and say, listen, I need yeah. you guys to yeah. educate these e- people. Ex- ex- can y'all- extra tax breaks for those of you who invite evangelists and missionaries to your <laughs> workplaces <laughs> to preach the gospel. That's Come on right. now, preach That's preach right. right? Extra yeah. tax breaks for those who are Christianizing yeah. them. Uh-huh. Sharing, and many of them have a vague Catholic background, probably. Right. Right. Maybe right. some of them have evangelical backgrounds. Well, well but, and imagine if like a, a whole immigration kind of family, or they're probably coming over by cities. Oh, yeah. Or whatever, right? Yeah. And they come over mm-hmm. yeah. and start to build a city in Texas yeah. and and drill oil pumps yeah. right. and drill, you know, start right. throwing economy and like right. the church comes. I mean, like, yeah. let's open it the, up. Let's the, do it. The liberals, some of the crazy liberals see the illegal immigrants as possible reinforcements for them. Right. Did you mm-hmm. say AOC was yeah, talking about AOC AOC is to consider this a blessing. If we can use them and put them to work, this is yeah. really good And for get them America. to vote for Democrats and right. socialists, right? right? But Christians yeah. ought to think of this as, look, God's bringing a mission field to us. These are human beings made in the image of God. Many of them don't know the Lord. They need to. They need to be have the gospel presented to them, and they need to be treated like human beings. Which it, means put them to work. Yeah. And then why wouldn't you work in some way with your House and Congress to figure out how to move these people into a position of, of, of citizenship? Yeah. And then right. yeah, exactly. Like how they're productive. We, yeah. They're productive. They're productive. Hold citizen. this job for yeah. the next year. We can. And, and we'll, oh, we'll, the other thing too is yeah. I would not skimp on a, my legal system. My officers, my police yeah, force yeah. would tolerate zero. Right, yeah. that would be made very clear. Everybody ought to need to know. You, as long as you're working, you're being um, a law-abiding citizen. We no will problem. leave you alone. Yeah. You start breaking the law. You start. You start selling it would be drugs. Zero tolerance. We're going to deport you. So yeah. speaking of AOC, I have on my calendar um, that AOC uh, on Wednesday of 
of 2019 or 2018. AOC was at a doing a talk and she said Miami's going to be gone in a few years talking about climate change. Oh. And so I had on my calendar to mark a few years from that date when she said that Miami's still here. <laughs> what what is uh so what is Tucker? We have a Tucker clip. I don't know what it's about. What is it Tucker oh, this have to is, say this about? This is one of the like when you just love good writing. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. This is one of the moments where it's like Tucker just shines at. Okay. Finally a happy story for once. Oh. Outbursts of irrepressible joy erupted throughout the exclusive island community of Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts last night. For hundreds of years, Martha's Vineyard had suffered from the soul-crushing effects of its own whiteness. (laughs) Island residents understood there was only one cure. They badly needed diversity. In fact, they often said so. (laughs) But despite their very best efforts over many years, diversity never came to Martha's Vineyard. It was tragic. Imagine an 18th century British frigate adrift on the high seas with no limes. Sailors slowly going mad, convulsing, dying excruciating deaths from scurvy. That was Martha's Vineyard. Except it wasn't lime juice they lacked. They had plenty of that because you can't make a gin and tonic without it. What Martha's Vineyard lacked was diversity, which is to say strength. Martha's Vineyard was a very weak place. As of yesterday morning, that island was 89% white, monochromatic, and utterly homogenous. Nearly everybody there was a rich Democrat. 80% 80% voted for Joe Biden. The median home price was over a million dollars. Wow. And then, in a single blessed moment, everything changed. <laughs> Relief arrived from an unlikely source. <laughs> Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida, having made his own state a paradise, decided to help other states desperately in need. So yesterday, DeSantis sent 50 illegal aliens, most of them from Venezuela, to the Martha's Vineyard Airport. They traveled from San Antonio to the Florida Panhandle and finally to their new home on Martha's Vineyard. CBS Boston reports that after landing, the group wandered about three and a half miles from the airport into town, thereby instantly improving it. You can imagine the unrestrained jubilation on Martha's Vineyard tonight. Long-suffering Islanders finally rescued from their own oppressive whiteness. In fact, let's go there now to check in on the celebrations. Oh. That's brutal. Ultimate troll. That's brutal. That's so good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, man. That's how you write, man. Oh, That was man. brilliant. You know, brilliant things. Speaking of brilliant things, yeah. you need to subscribe for our Fight, Laugh, Feast magazine. The Fight, Laugh, Feast magazine is a quarterly issue that packs a punch like whatever it is you poured me earlier. Mm. What was yeah. Water. And it water. was not a 21-year Balvini. What was it? It was water. like, <laughs> okay, fine. We don't water down our water. <laughs> Why would we water down our water? Our, our, our water. <laughs> our magazines made of water. Order a yearly subscription for yourself and then send a couple yearly subscriptions yes. to your friends who've been drinking lukewarm evangelical water. <laughs> Every quarter, we promise quality food for the soul, so wine for the heart, and some Red Bull for turning over tables. Or water. Our magazine includes cultural commentary, a psalm of the quarter, recipes for feasting, laughter sprinkled throughout the glossy pages, and more. So sign up today at fightlaughfeast.com. Mm. It's time for the weekly wrap-up. Are you ready? Yes. yes. On Monday, we remembered 9-11, since some crazy people can't remember it and think it's something like January 6th. We also talked to Rory Groves about his book, Durable Trades, and Gabe used that opportunity to tell us that he currently has a cat infestation problem and tried to yeah. give us some, too. <laughs> Even Rory Groves knew not to take any of Gabe's cats. I'll send them in the mail. On Tuesday, we got an important update from Davis Yuntz with Stand With Warriors. The Department of Defense acknowledged that they have not been following proper protocols with regard to religious exemption requests 
for service members. We were all completely shocked. It blew our minds. What is this world coming to? I mean, the next thing you know, someone's going to admit that ivermectin is useful treatment for COVID. It's already under study. (laughs) Stop it, Gabe. (laughs) It's too much for one show. We also talked to Rush Limbaugh's brother, David Limbaugh. And now we know where he got it from. Or maybe better, now we know why he was always seemed a little worked up. David wrote a book on the resurrected Jesus with his daughter, defending Paul and his ministry against all his detractors, especially modern Christian ones who just want a nice Jesus and a gentle gospel that coddles sin and plays footsie with the darkness. (laughs) Anyway, if you didn't catch that conversation in the backstage afterwards, you definitely need to go watch it. We could use more of the spirit of Limbaugh in this world. On Wednesday, it was beer and psalms, and we tried to remind everyone about eugenics, that arrogant hubris that arises about every 15 minutes or so in humanity that believes it can be a god, rule the world, and remake the world according to its own cockamamie schemes. Mm. In particular, eugenics has focused its recent efforts on creating perfectly genetically engineered human beings. This has meant liquidating inferior human beings, apparently because we can't make good ones, and races, as well as experiment on them casually, all in the name of the great good of racial and genetic superiority. Of course, this is the origin of abortion and what Kamala Harris and the left insist is their constitutional right to choose their best life now and murder their babies. It's exactly what Dave Rubin is doing with his delusional marriage to a man, buying eggs, renting wombs, and storing freezers full of breast milk. And all the so-called conservatives from the Blaze, Daily Wire, and PragerU drooling over it. Providentially, the psalm of the day was Psalm 100, in which the psalmist insists that the Lord, he is God. And it is he who has made us, mm. not we ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, we talked about the plunging market, correcting for all the money Republicrats and Democrats have been printing out the wazoo. Yep. Their answer is to command the tide to stop coming in. And they're busy printing signs and putting them all around the beaches, instructing the moon to cease giving its gravitational pull and assuring everyone that they have everything under control. But we are Christians, and we think they're idiots. (laughs) The only answer to too little goods and services chasing too much money is more work. More goods and services, faithful work. It's what we call the Bonson effect, or even better, the Bonson-Gilder effect. Jesus taught us to give our lives away, to lay our lives down gladly. Then unless a seed goes into the ground and die, it cannot bear any fruit. Instead of letting the government meddle with our economy, we should let the free men make free choices in how to best provide for their families. This will sometimes mean strikes and layoffs, sure, but in a free market, real consequences teach men about how reality works. And in that pressurized space, Good men work harder, get more creative, and everyone benefits. Preach, preaching. And that's really the charge for this week. Work hard at what God has put before you and be thoughtful about what you're working on and who you're working for. But remember that the government is no God. It is God who has made us. The government has not made us, and neither can we. We are God's sheep and the sheep of his pasture. We can work, sacrifice, give, and love generously because God sees it all. And every good seed put into the ground of God's good world will spring up and produce fruit 30, 60, and 100-fold. Yes, Mm. amen. May it be so, Lord. Mm. May it be. Don't forget about the Fight Laugh Feast conference. If you want to come, and you can't, you can actually sign up, become a Fight Laugh Feast club member. Stream it. And you can live stream the whole conference. Or, you you know, we also have a Saturday-only pass now for just $99. Mm -hmm. Some of you think, I just couldn't swing the whole weekend, but But you can can come up for Saturday, get three talks, and, and the, our live show. And the live show yeah. with Megan Basham, yeah. Jason Whitlock yeah. on journalism and lies. And then Sabbath Feast. Man, we'd love to have you. And then the stand-up comedian. There's a lot that's John going on. John Brandon. He's, He's on Saturday, be, too. Dude, I, and I, more. I, I just hope. And more. What? What? 
You, you didn't even us? tell me about that. No, I, I, mean, I ain't I, telling you. I'm just waiting for John Brannion that all the jokes are going to come from the Baptist trans stuff. That's all I'm want. <laughs> yeah, I just want I, all come at jokes, us, Brannion. Come I, at us. I just know they're going to be there. Yeah. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have you some kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until Monday, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politics. Water break. Sunday night. Christian nationalism. I always oh. pushing your own show, ain't you? Oh. Yes, sir. Okay. You know, I do this thing called Knox Unplugged. It's pretty good. I also <laughs> preach on Sundays <laughs> at church. We really appreciate that. <laughs> Look what I started. Meet Big Ed. He has a tax-funded taste for children. Big Ed knows that the best grooming starts early. He has a plan for your preschoolers, a plan to gender-confuse your grade schoolers, but if you think his grooming stops there, you have not been paying attention. Big Ed wants to liberate your daughters from old-fashioned ideas like, well, you already know. Big Ed has dorm rooms ready for you in prison buildings of learning, and professors standing by dedicated to grooming young adults in doubt and unbelief. After all, he is the gatekeeper of this brave new world. And if you want a job, You'll need to pay him with years of your life for a permission slip. Yeah, whatever. You think David paid Goliath for a certificate in giant management before those two squared off? Did Luther major in theses? Was George Washington summa cum laude in empire repellents while Jefferson focused on ag with a minor in declarations? When the world needs saving, meaningful vocations abound for those who are truly prepared. And the truth is, despite Marxist advances, this is still America and Big Ed is still a voluntary opt-in. So don't. Not at any level. Not preschool, not middle school, not college. It isn't complicated. When Big Ed offers you free candy, stay away. You'll thank us later. We know it's crazy, but run with us here. Men and women were created in the image of God. You don't need a government certificate of faux learning for personal validation or permission to work. You were born with divine permission to pursue knowledge and understanding, truth, goodness, and beauty. And at New St. Andrews College, we are committed to helping students do just that to their fullest potential. In an age dominated by chaos when learning is on a choke leash controlled by Big Ed and his many strange friends, Ours is an education for outlaws, an education for men and women committed to building a beautiful and free society in the ruins of the Western world. When thinking is outlawed, only outlaws will think. Yes, Big Ed hates what we do, but his hatred brings us joy. New St. Andrews College, liberal arts for outlaws, mind, body, and soul. where Dave and I plan this year's company holidays. Let's go through the list. Easter, too religious. St. Patrick's Day? Too white. Mother's Day? Way too cisgendered. All of your usual holidays have been canceled this year. But we still have Karl Marx's birthday! <laughs> Need a real reason to party? Find a new job at redballoon.work. Home. It's where you build your legacy, where traditions are started, seeds are planted, 
meals are shared, and stories are told. We are Chris Natalie Carpenter, owners of Story Real Estate, and our team of top agents helps people find homes in Moscow, Idaho, and around the country. Have you thought about a move? Contact us to get connected with a top agent who shares your values and puts your family first. Or reach out to us about our Moscow Relocation Guide. Wherever you're looking to go, we can help you find home. Call us at Story Real Estate or visit us at storyrealestate.com and start building your legacy.